Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. When it comes to big or small projects around the home, Tony and Corey have got the know-how and the answers to make your life just a bit easier. Here they are, your Weekend Warriors, Tony and Corey. You know, Tony, Valentine's Day is not very far away. What do you have planned for your wife? Valentine's Day is my favorite holiday. I know, it's your wedding anniversary. Well, it's because of the chocolate. The chocolate. I just, you know, I feel like you. it doesn't matter where you go, there is chocolate available uh, around Valentine's Day. I love that. Yeah, I mean, I also love chocolate. But uh, my, I think my wife wants a little bit more than chocolate. Yeah. This year, so uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something nice for her. I've got some projects listed out. Maybe you can help me figure out which one I'm gonna do. You're gonna build a box that holds chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> a wooden box. You're gonna build a wooden box and fill it with chocolates. <laughs> a, a, a build a wooden box, chocolate box. Maybe build a box out of chocolate. Ooh, that'd be pretty. That amazing. is interesting. Anyway, so yeah, today on the show, I think that's what we should do. I've got a list of projects that uh, you can do for your significant other, for your wife, or your husband, uh, that I think they would find nice. That's a really good idea. I I haven't looked through this list, um, but I I would say that. Before we get started on the list, I have one really good one, and it is a frame for a picture. You mean like a custom picture frame? A custom picture frame. Here's what's cool. Um, my wife likes to go to a, to a studio and paint something, right? They she goes with friends or family, and they and they they have this easel and some paints in front of them. And they have a canvas and then they paint this picture, whatever it is. Maybe it's a vase full of flowers or maybe it's a, uh, you know, a, a landscape or whatever. They paint it. They all paint the same thing. And then she brings that painting home. She's very proud of it. And then I take it into the shop, measure it, fit it for a wooden frame, and then build a wooden frame around this framed canvas. I see what you're saying. And then hang it up on the wall. Well, funny thing is, that's the very first thing on my list. It is? Is a custom photo album or frame or something that you can make, just like what you said. You could take some pictures. If you're, if you've, have you ever done picture framing? I mean. Like actual picture frame, you know, where, where you miter the corners and you put the pieces together. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. I'll, I'll tell you, I have a new tool that makes it much easier for me. It used to be very difficult, I felt like. When it came to gluing and clamping, because clamping a 45 degree together is challenging. It can be challenging, but I bought some 90 degree clamps that they clamp right into the corner. Oh, very cool. Uh, four of them. So if I'm so it building keeps a, the corners nice and tight. Yes. If I'm building a frame and, and I'm putting it together on a 45, then I can clamp it at a 45, which makes it much easier. Well, I've done a little bit of picture framing in my life. I don't have those clamps. Right. I actually have something that I made myself out of a piece of plywood. You take a small, like say six inch by six inch square piece of plywood, drill a hole in it dead center. Okay. And then you cut 45s into the hole, the hole, right. Going out. And then you take those two pieces, you put that together 
and then you put the clamp on it there. It actually yep, works smart. really well. That is smart. Absolutely. But I will t- say one thing that I've noticed when building, trying to build precision picture frames in the corners. It's, you shouldn't use a chop saw. Do you know that? No. Why would you not use a chop saw? When you have, like I've watched a lot of videos and stuff on building picture frames and they, all of the people that do it professionally, they use their table saw. Okay. Or a miter saw, not a chop saw. You know, a miter box where they put it in there with a hand saw. Oh, sure. In, because in an of, effort to get a more um, accurate cut, is that what you're telling exactly. me? Exactly. So if you take a standard DeWalt or Makita chop saw, you put it at 45 degrees, and you come down on it, the say a 10-inch or a 12-inch blade, there's actually a lot of flex and wobble in those. Yeah for very fine finished carpentry. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So if you do it and you go to put it together, you might not see that exact line on line. Real tight fit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know this to be true, only because I have used my 12-inch Makita chop saw, my my 12-inch cordless Makita chop saw, to, to cut many frames for pictures created by my wife. And um, and I have noticed that you don't get a super fine, tight fit. Yeah, I mean for construction, it's perfect. You can you can do or even things that are you put up like crown molding. Well, you're gonna caulk everything and paint it, and it's gonna look fine. But if you've got a really nice piece of fine wood that you want to cut at an exact forty-five and an exact forty-five glue and put that together, and you don't want to see any gap in there then you'll want to use a miter box with a handsaw or uh, your table saw. And if you're using with a jig. Okay, so if you're using your table saw then you're building a jig that holds your trim at, at a, a 45. 45. Correct. Yep. Interesting. Very interesting. If you want to take your picture framing to the next level. Yeah. Well, that's that's a really good tip. Um, remember always to to glue and nail whenever you're putting your picture frame together in the corners and um, give the glue plenty of time to do its thing before you, you know, before you start fastening onto the back, the mechanism that you're going to use to hang it from the wall. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you're going to, you know, bang that in with a hammer or whatever, you want to make sure you've given it a proper chance to set up. Yep. Uh, the next one on my list, Tony, is DIY wall art. I've been actually seeing a ton of these reels on my Instagram feed that are really cool, contemporary-looking wall art. Like, it's architectural wall art. You know what I mean? Where they take two-by-two two lumber or one-by-two lumber, and they put it in vertical strips on a wall. They'll paint the wall black. And then stain these pieces of wood and then nail them to the wall, like, separated. You know what I'm saying? No, not yet, but I'm, I'm listening. So you, you paint your wall black, so you just have a black Got canvas. Got that. And then you take, uh, like, one say... One by two? Yeah, one by two oak or pine or something. CVG fur? Fur. Stained? Stain it look really nice. Okay. You put one up, you fasten it to the wall. One piece of one by two? One by two, yep, vertical, from ceiling to floor. Oh, okay. And Full then, height. And then you gap it, say three quarters of an inch, and you put another one. Okay. And you gap it, put another one. So then you what you're left with is like a very contemporary looking architectural wall. Okay. It's all right. almost like the olden days of the 
you know, the, what's the word? The statement wall or the, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, where the inspirational words like live, laugh, love. No, you know, like, the you know, where you'd paint one wall a different color. An accent wall? There you go. Man, my brain's not working today. An accent wall. It's kind of like an accent wall, but it's more architectural. Interesting. I see that you have notes here that that, that look like this. Um, create a personalized piece of wall art with your favorite quote, song lyric, or meaningful word. Sure, yeah. And I was wondering if now we were back to putting meaningful words <laughs> on the wall. You, no. I know that you feel strongly about word art on the wall, you know. Eat, pray, love. I delete that. Yeah, I'm deleting that. Gather. More like, more like, um, more specific. I mean, I've seen some really cool things where people, Family. Have, people have taken, uh, for instance, I saw this one where a guy did a heartbeat. Fun. <laughs> Live, <laughs> laugh, shut up. <laughs> no, this guy did, he took his heartbeat of their first child and he cut it out on a scroll saw and he huh. framed it in, in, that is cool. The it's very cool. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I like, so like the description that you gave of, you know, um, one by two stained one yeah, by that two was, on a black wall. That, that looks was cool. More of my idea really was to, you know, do an architectural wall art. Well, that's a good idea. Uh, what's the next one on the list? Yeah, go ahead. Homemade candle holders. That is a really good idea. Yeah, you know, we made, you remember those candle holders that we made? Well, actually, they weren't candle holders. They were plant holders we've got a video on our youtube channel where we hung out with aaron the from the plant aaron harding harding mm-hmm. clever blue clever, there you go and we made some plant holders but you could do the same thing you could use that same mold and make candle holders is what i was thinking that's a good idea something that hangs or something that sits on the countertop or yeah yeah whatever right something decorative something that you turned on a lathe no, I don't have a lathe. I do. You do? Yeah, absolutely. I'm always looking for a reason to turn on the lathe. Yeah, man. And what's what's not more romantic than candles? You're absolutely right. Of course, I my advice to you would be get the candle first. <laughs> Trying to find a candle that fits perfectly in your candle holder could, oh, could yeah, be yeah. challenging. Yeah. Buy the candles first and then build your holder to match and um, and somehow make it unique absolutely that's a great idea i like it uh here's one for the readers if you've got a a significant other that's a reader create them a reading nook maybe with some little custom homemade bookshelves or even the next one on the list floating shelves floating shelves are super easy they seem rather difficult but we actually did a video on floating shelves too if you're interested you want to go to our youtube channel uh, it's Weekend Warriors. Uh, it's WW Home Show. YouTube.com forward slash WW Home Show. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I, my daughter came to me recently. She's a book reader, a bookworm, if you will. And she came to me recently and said, I'd like to make a book holder that is uh, in the shape of a triangle. It sits right on the tabletop and comes up at a steep angle, like a triangle, mm-hmm. um, kind of like a right triangle, even. And when you're reading your book and then you're putting your book down, you just put it right on top of that triangle oh, and it holds the book open at the page that you're at. And um, 
and you're not putting a bookmark in there or or earmarking a page or something like that. You're just setting it down. You just set it down right on that little book holder, and then when you're ready, you pick it right back up, and it's ready to go. That's an interesting... Yeah, you can make that, too. We did. We made several of them, and she absolutely loves them. I actually saw somebody make these things that fit over your thumb. It was basically that exact same thing, but it, it was a triangle shape with a hole cut in it. Okay. And you put it on your thumb, and then when you held your book, it, it would held it hold open. the book open. Of course, yes. That's a very good idea. You know, there's a lot of newer books. They're yeah. hard to hold open. Indeed. Hard to hold with yeah, one hand. that's a really good idea. I like that. Uh, next one on the list is a jewelry box or a, a jewelry, jewelry box. organizer. Yeah. If your wife has a ton of jewelry, I know mine does, I actually made her several years ago an area for her to hang all of her little jewelry and earrings and necklaces. There's a million different ideas out there for these, but it's uh, I think it's a great idea. It's so funny because uh, same daughter, right, came to me a couple of years ago, not a couple, five, let's say, probably, and asked me to make a triangle-shaped um, jewelry Kind of like a jewelry rack. Right. It's yeah. triangle shaped and we put dowel rods um, horizontally. Yes. And then she was able to hang uh, earrings and necklaces and, and rings down at the bottom. Um, it kind of acted as a shelf and we were able to put rings for her fingers on there. And she absolutely she hangs that on the wall and she loves it. That's very similar to what I did. I didn't. Yeah. Mine wasn't triangular, but it was the same sort of idea. And it had little areas to put rings, little areas to put. Just hoops, yeah. all kinds of stuff. It's a great idea. Apparently, I'm realizing just now as we we're talking that my oldest daughter has an affinity for triangles. I didn't even, I didn't, <laughs> until now, I didn't even know it. She's not a square. No, she's definitely not. <laughs> Customized plant stand or indoor garden. It's a great idea. Um, my wife and children both are absolutely... Um, head over heels for plants, indoor plants, succulents, um, monstera, um, snake plant, you name it. If, if, if it's growing green and adding oxygen to the air, they want it in a, in a pot in the house. Yeah, I my wife does too. And you know, the funny thing about living here in the Pacific Northwest is we don't get a ton of sun. So you have to make areas inside your home that facilitate putting your plants where they can actually grow. Right, where they can get the most uh, sunlight. Yeah, so we actually, you know, funny thing, Tony and I, we did a video building a uh, plant holder. Yeah. It's like this square, rectangular, made out of cedar. We made it, made it out of just a few fence boards mm -hmm. and with some hooks and some chains, and it hangs from the ceiling, and you put your plants in it, and it's for, like, those dangling plants, like... Uh, not Monstera, but the the climbing ones are not the climb that dangle over the side. Sure, yeah. What are the technical term for those? There's there's lots of them. clematis is a clematis is a dangly thing unless it's climbing up a trellis. Can you grow that inside? Absolutely, right. you can grow anything inside, right? As long as it's got water and sunlight. Yeah, I guess not. Maybe, you know who we need to ask is Erin. Erin knows Bloom. she knows all that stuff. Or we can just grab her book. I know she gave us a book. How to raise a plant and make it love you back. Yeah, she wrote that book. Yeah, she did. We should have her back on the show because that she's got a lot of good tips on how to 
raise your indoor plants. Yes, her thumbs are very green. <laughs> green. She's very green thumbs. All right, the next one on the list is to build a DIY headboard. I've done this. Actually, we've both done this recently. Uh, we built a headboard for a friend of ours. <laughs> yep, we did. Uh, that video will be coming out uh, soon. But we built it with a French cleat system to where we hung uh, an angled piece of wood on the wall. And we ripped it at a 45-degree angle. So we put one piece on the wall and we put the other piece on our headboard that we built. And you were able to hang it as a French cleat on the wall. And right. it's awesome. Yeah. In that instance, of course, you have to add another piece of that same material down at the bottom or maybe one in each corner so that it sits flush up against the wall right. when it's uh, hanging on the cleat. But it absolutely worked out great. It's a beautiful little artistic um Headboard. Yeah. I mean, I built my very first headboard after I was married and I just took a piece of plywood, CDX, three quarter inch CDX plywood, did the French cleat on the back and I got foam, put foam on it and then wrapped fabric. I went and got some nice fabric that my wife liked. We wrapped it around it and then stapled it to the back and you hung it on the wall and it looked great. Yeah. I mean, you would cool. never know that I built that thing in the garage. <laughs> I love that. Handcrafted wall art. We talked a little bit about wall art earlier. It's kind of a subjective thing, right? Totally. Whether you're, uh, I'll tell you, here's a funny story. My father-in-law, my father-in-law um, used to make these little um, Christmas presents for his grandchildren. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what he would do is like he would make a stool or he would make um, a, a puzzle or whatever it was, but inevitably it had their name and he would scroll saw their the letters of their name um out and then and then when he was done with that he would have this piece of wood that he had just cut a bunch of letters out of mm -hmm. he would cut that piece of wood up into a bunch of little tiny pieces and then place them randomly on like an 8 by 10 piece of plywood and f paint them all different colors and then frame it Interesting. And hand it out as uh, abstract art. Yeah, sounds kind of cool. I mean, I still have one of those hanging on my wall still today, which is uh, very funny. I actually have a piece that your father-in-law built. It was a whale puzzle. That's, that's right. It was like a whale puzzle. That's right. That was cut out of a, you know, whatever piece of cedar and in the shape of a whale. And then he cut it in with probably a scroll saw, I imagine, into like... So it's all a bunch of puzzle pieces that they fit together. But as whole, it looks like a like a classic Moby Dick whale. Yeah, yeah. Big old, big bodied little yeah, tail yeah, 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 kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he did a lot of that. A lot of, uh, a lot of craftsman, you know, fun type craftsman projects. Yeah, like it's that. very cool. Another one to do is string art. You've seen this? No. String art. Oh, actually, I have. Yeah, so you take nails. Put them in a pattern. Yep. And then run... Thread, probably thread, not string, but uh, like a nice thread and wrap it around, wrap it around, wrap it around till you get an image. Yeah, I feel like the ones that I've seen most commonly have been uh, an outline of the state of Oregon. Of course, yeah, because we're that. in Oregon, yeah. so yep. that seems to be very popular. Uh, that's a very cool thing to make. Not difficult. I think getting the 
getting the finished nails in at the same height all the way around probably would be the hardest thing to do. Absolutely. Draw it out and then just put nails, you know, an eighth of an inch apart and then weave that over that with uh, with some thread or string. That would be a cool project. Totally. I think those look really good. Uh, next one on the list is to make a personalized photo wall. If you've got an area in your home that's bare, like uh, in our house, we have our hallway that goes down the side of our house. And then the bedrooms are at the end of that. A lot of people have that layout. We have, we went out and got just a bunch of frames with random, you know, three. Random sizes. Oh, yeah. Random sizes. Multiple pictures. Yeah. With like three picture. Yeah. Five by sevens, four by threes, whatever you got. Eight by tens. All the same color, probably. Yeah, 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 exactly. And we just got all of our favorite pictures printed. We stuck them in there and hung it on the wall in like kind of like a random pattern it looks cool and every time you walk by it you can kind of look and see your history as a family i was actually having this idea just recently specifically about um photos that we have taken you know how you go on a vacation of course you guys go to disneyland a lot you go to disneyland and then you come back and you've taken a hundred thousand pictures but one is your favorite I can remember right now, Bobby and I went to Disneyland with you and your family. And on this one hot random Tuesday, we were in California Adventure and I was standing next to you. You had Isaac on your shoulders and you were both kind of staring off into space. I think he might have been eating an ice cream cone. And I took this sort of candid picture of the two of you guys. It's been my favorite picture ever since I have it on my phone still today. Absolutely love that picture. That, I think that I have some iconic pictures, things that remind me of a specific vacation or right. a specific trip that we took, and not more than one picture from the same trip. You know, different ones, like a picture of me standing in front of, you know, the world's largest ball of yarn or whatever it is. <laughs> um, and and then you accomplish two things. You put your favorite picture up on the wall that you and your sweetie love, but you're also posting um, individual memories of individual vacations or trips or um, iconic moments in your past. I think that's a really good idea. Absolutely. I mean, you think about pictures in general, it seems like a lot of people have gone away from that. You know, with the digital age, the digital cameras, the the phone that everyone, the, the camera that you carry in your pocket every day on your phone. Yeah. You know, you have all of these pictures at your fingertips And the idea of printing pictures now and putting them in frames kind of seems like an old timey thing, old fashioned. I feel like a lot of people have gotten away from that. I assure you it is not old fashioned. It is great to come around the corner in the house and see those memories. I agree. That's what I'm saying. And I think it's physically printed. I really like the idea of having multiple sizes and don't be afraid to get your favorite favorite, but make it a big one. You know, 11 by 17 or or even bigger, 18 by 24. You know, if it's your favorite picture, splurge a little bit. You can spend 10 or $15 to have a picture printed if you love the picture. Oh, yeah. Right? There's so many, That's so a- many services out there that you can get pictures printed. Costco. It's a really used, good tip. We used to go to Costco. It is. Built-in closet organizer. You know about this. Oh, yeah. You just did it. I actually did just do this, but I... 
I took some, you know, I took some cues from your page because I was able to help you with your closet organizer some yeah. years ago. I did what I did for my wife, and I'll throw out a couple tips here: is to do a closet organizer professionally. You can either pay to have somebody design it, and then they give you the custom pieces, and then you put it together. They either come out and do it like California closets; they'll come out and install it. It's super expensive. I'm just going to say that. Yes, yeah, you're right. I'm a DIYer and anything that costs more than twice of what the material would cost is too expensive for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially if you're capable of doing it. hundred percent. Like if I can go out and buy the materials for $500, I'm not going to pay someone $5,000 for that, you know? Right. But so what I did was I got all the material. We built this closet with shelving, with racks, double clothing racks, and the whole closet is hers. As a matter of fact, our master bedroom was so large, we could afford to take one entire wall that was like 10 feet wide, 10 feet long. And I took almost three feet of space by 10 foot, 30 square feet, just took it away from the bedroom because it was just too much space. It was wasted space. Yeah. And the closet was so small. <laughs> I built her her own. You evened the odds a little bit. Yep. And built it right into the room and then built that closet in there, sliding doors. And the one thing that I did that she absolutely loves is I put a four foot long light on the inside of the closet. So when you open it up, the closet, you flip that light on and it illuminates literally everything in the, in the closet. Love that. It's uh. If you don't have a light on the inside, highly recommend doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good tip. Uh, we did just finish, um, obviously, framing out the entire interior of our closet. It took a long time to come up with the design that we wanted. We looked at Pinterest pages after page, after post, after pin, after pin, after pin. And um, and we went to closet organizer places, closets, 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 took screenshots off of their website or, uh, you know, whatever in order to. And then we finally found this so weird. We found one, one inspirational photo that said, this is the closet that we want. Yeah, because you made a huge, huge closet. Yeah, really, really big. That's the inspiration right That's there? That's the inspirational photo. Yeah. And and then from that photo, we were able to result in that closet. Very nice. Which turned out to be really, really good. So, I mean, it was everything that we wanted it to be. We used the least expensive material, which is MDF. Um, you know, it's something that needs to be painted. It can't be stained. You can't get that rich, you know, stained wood rich look. mahogany look. Yeah. But we did... Buy enough in order to double up the shelves and double up the uprights, which made everything look like it was built out of two by instead of one by. And uh, and then we caulked those gaps and paint that whole thing. And it came out looking like absolute million bucks. Yep. Just, I agree. Just yeah, those love pictures it. look great. It, 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 turned out, it turned out better than I thought I had in me, if I'm what, being honest with you. What is the overall square footage of that closet? Uh, it's six by 12. So you do the math. 70? 70 uh, plus 70. 12, 82. 82. 82 square feet. That's nice. That's really 72. 
72 square feet, square six feet. by 12. Oh, we knew that. Yeah. 72, six by 12, of course. 72 square feet. Yeah. That's, that's a really good size closet. Yeah. It turned out really good. Very happy with it. We used, uh, here's a little tip. We used powder coated steel closet rods and, Ooh. and the hangers, plastic hangers and metal hangers Glide. just slide right across that. And in addition to that, they don't have to be supported every 24 inches. Every 48 inches, they have to be supported. Nice. So Where did you get that? Got it at um, Ace Hardware. Oh, nice. Ace Hardware had it. There's a manufacturer out there that makes that product, is and, it, and we were really glad to have it. Is it round, or is it that oblong shape? No, I've it's seen round. Both. It's round. Nice. It's inch and a quarter instead of inch and five sixteenths, which is what we would be used to. Um, but they sold the, the uh, closet uh, rod holders what yeah, do we call those cups yeah nice. so so it was uh, it turned out really good absolutely love it it's very strong and um you can do it yourself you just got to jump in there and get it done and i'll tell you what the devil's in the details you know you can get it all framed out but if you don't take the time to properly caulk and paint it it's just not gonna look finished absolutely professional yeah well so, that's with any diy project devil's in the details absolutely you got you to gotta make a commitment to finish it. All right, here's one for all the guys out there. If you've got a wife that uh, loves to do makeup, make her a DIY vanity. Put, mm. a, put a bedroom in your, in your bedroom or wherever you've got room with a little table or a desk and build that vanity, the classic vanity mirror with the lights all the way around oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know some people that have done that, and their wives absolutely love it. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. And it's not terribly difficult. You know, you go get yourself either a desk or you make a desk with lots of little storage for all of the things and potions and makeup and all the stuff. Potions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Elixirs. Yeah. That sounds like a good project. Absolutely. That's a great project. That's yeah, a great one to spring on her for uh, Valentine's Day. Customized coffee or tea station. Hey, I tackled this about. I know I put that on there just for you. I tackled this about fifteen years ago. It was one of my, one of my first delves into making, you know, a sort of piece of furniture, and uh, I I own that Corey still uh, at my house, and I look at it now and I think, man, what was I doing? Was I blind in one eye and and had one arm in a cast <laughs> or what? Uh, yeah, the my. The quality of my workmanship 15 years ago uh, is not what it is today. And that is a testament to doing the work. Yeah. Well, you, you learned. If you're a DIYer, the more you do, the better you'll do. And you've got to just be willing to jump in there and get it done. I agree. Uh, next one on the list, Tony, is to make, and I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but a blanket ladder. Have you ever seen one of those? Is that is that a ladder out of blankets? No, it I'm, is. <laughs> that doesn't sound very strong to me. Imagine taking a step ladder, like a wooden step ladder, okay, and just leaning against the wall, okay, and then just folding your blankets and then storing them, wrapping them over the rungs of the ladder. Interesting. I've seen it several times. I think it's the coolest thing. Especially during the months of February. And it looks it's good. Always cold. And what do you want to do? Grab a blanket. Right. Snuggle on the couch with your wife. Right. We have ours in Storage. like a yeah, we have ours in like a little uh you know, like a little container um next to the T V stand. Like a little yeah. 
basket. We have ours in a basket. A basket. But I a blanket ladder sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and you you've seen this in action. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And it looks you good. can buy like vintage old wooden ladders, like just vintage. Sure, sure. Yeah, not the kind that has two sides that stands right, up right. by itself. You only need one. One you just lean up against. Yep, yeah, exactly. But if you can't find one, sometimes those are hard to find because they're in high demand. Any of that vintage stuff, you know? Yeah. So you can make your own ladder. Yeah, it's a great with idea. Just some two by twos and full round, whatever. Yeah. And uh, paint it up. Great idea. Lean it against. The I wall. like it. I think I might. I think I might check that out. All right, the last one I put on the list, Tony, and I don't know if you've got any others, but now might be the time. We just did a show about this smart home. Upgrade your house with some smart voice activated. Siri, Alexa, whatever you want to use. Yeah. And automate some romantic scenes. It's a good idea. Start with dimmer switches. Yes. Because you can't do what you want to do unless you have dimmer switches. And this is also important. If you buy a dimmer switch, buy a bulb that works with a dimmer switch. Yes. They, there are LED bulbs out there that will not dim. And you'll just find yourself not understanding why it's not working. Well, and there are dimmer switches specifically designed for LED bulbs, and there are dimmer switches specifically designed for incandescent bulbs. So if you have an incandescent dimmer, and you automatically just say, well, I'm going to go buy a LED bulb, LED bulb, a dimmable LED bulb. It won't necessarily work. Not necessarily. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing to keep note of. I know that we just added a couple of dimmers at my house. And uh, we we did buy bulbs that worked with the switches, and it is amazing. Yes, when it works the way it's supposed to. Um, I'll tell you one one way to know is if say you dim it all the way down, and the light flickers or makes a weird buzzing sound. Yeah, have you ever heard? Have you ever Absolutely. experienced that? Absolutely, yeah. That means that that particular dimmer switch might not be compatible. With the with this, light bulb, with the light bulb, yeah, that's uh, that was where that was my first attempt at a dimmer. Yep, and I found out that I did not have compatible parts. Yep, and here's I had another to go one. Back to the drawing board. If you hook it all up, you get it all wired in, and you turn the switch off, but yet the bulb stays on, very, very, very dimly, and just never turns off. That's another sign of an incompatible switch light combo. So talk to a professional, get the stuff that actually works with each other. And they're all very picky because those LED bulbs and fixtures are digital. They're very, they use a lot of technology in there. And the same thing goes for the switch. So if you talk to the right person at the electrical store, <laughs> <laughs> they'll get you what you need. So anyway, there you go. There's a the small list of items that you can do around your home or around your house, I should say. Your hoose. Your hoose. <laughs> that's that's a great list. I like that. There's for some your, uh, there's some very good things in there to do for your for your honey or for your sweetie or for your vela. And um and I guarantee that that one one of those items on that list is bound to make your most important person happier. Absolutely. It's better than a card. It's better that. than a poke in the <laughs> eye with a sharp stick. All right. Well, that's all we got. Awesome. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope you got something that you can use today. Uh, if you if you want to catch another podcast of ours and you aren't sure where to get it, you can get that on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, or Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. All of them. Yep. Thanks. All right. Well, thanks again. We'll see you next week.